Welcome to the Flourish Heights podcast, made for women by women. I'm your host, Valerie Adjamine, women's health dietitian and the founder of Flourish Heights. To be empowered in health starts with a true connection with your body. Together, we are breaking through topics surrounding periods, women's nutrition, body awareness, self-care, and much more. Let's flourish and be the best version of ourselves. So ladies, we're back. I know so soon, but it is International Women's Day. So happy International Women's Day to you and all the amazing and incredible women in your life. How are you celebrating? Take some time to acknowledge the greatness that you are, your gifts, you know, love on yourself, give back to a woman owned platform, speak a word or encouragement to somebody. And the great thing is we don't have to only celebrate ourselves today. Because in our community here, International Women's Day is every day. So cheers to our listeners from all over the world in the U.S., in Canada, Australia, Ghana, Denmark, London, Germany, and beyond. We see you and I'm sending my love your way. All right. I know. Like I said, it's a little sooner than what we usually do because we only do biweekly episodes. But today's exclusive and special episode, we are having a body talk. Now, what better time than now to have this talk? And this time it's on size inclusivity because we as women come in different body types, different shapes and sizes. And I want to share a quote by my favorite first lady, Michelle Obama. She once said, being a healthy woman isn't about getting on a scale or measuring your waistline. We need to start focusing on what matters, on how we feel and how we feel about ourselves. I love, love, love this quote so much because there's so much truth to it. And we share it at least once a year because it's such a perfect reminder for all of us. So I have a special guest with me today, Taylor Long, who is a plus size model and designer and founder of Nomads Swimwear, a woman-built company that creates size-inclusive, sustainable swimwear. You are going to love Taylor. She is here to share a piece of her journey with you and why we are more than just a body. So pour up something refreshing, relax, and enjoy the episode. Thank you so much for coming, Taylor. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here and to chat on all things body image and all and nomads, all the things. Yes. And y'all, Taylor is just, you're just so gorgeous. Oh, <laughs> she's you. like a model, but she's going <laughs> to, I'm going to let her tell you guys all about what she does. Um, so Taylor, you know, our listeners want to know who you are and what you're about. Yeah. So I um, am a founder, designer, and CEO of Nomad Swimwear. Um, I started the brand actually as a school project. It was my senior capstone collection in design school, um, which I don't think a lot of people know, which is kind of a fun fact. And then in addition, I'm also a working plus size model. I've worked for brands like Target, Soma, Kohl's. I've worked abroad in Australia even. Um, so very seasoned in that part of my life as well. And both kind of coexist in a really interesting way. And I very much credit my work in the industry as a model in fueling me to ultimately create nomads, which is, which is really cool. 
that is incredible did you say target you were featured by target and you were also like in some big store like in the mall right I remember seeing a picture so I've done a lot of like of that big box stuff so yeah the Soma um that was actually a campaign and I was like fully in my bra and underwear um in store (laughs) I had a lot of like friends and family send me pictures which was funny and a friend of mine still likes to joke with me to this day it was I was telling him the story about how I literally we were like in the middle of the woods you know, outside of Atlanta and it's like a whole crew of people and you're just there in your broad underwear, like in the elements. It was really crazy. But yeah, I've done Soma, Target, Kohl's. I do Stitch Fix a lot. Um, there's a brand called Arula, which is like part of Altered State. So there's a lot of like those bigger box mall stores that I've done a lot of. I'm very much an e-com girl, um, which if for people who aren't familiar with the industry, there's like, there's different types of modeling. So there's e-com, which is more like commercial. There's obviously runway. The more lucrative of the two is e-com just because that's really consistent. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a wild ride to say the least on both fronts, but especially the modeling front. <laughs> and how does it feel to like see your pictures blown up? Like you are in this lovely, like, you know, bra, underwear, like just have all this confidence it's gorgeous how how did how does that feel it's really cool I think you know as someone who struggled I think like every I would say probably everyone struggles with this but just with their own body image and always wanting to be you know super thin like that was something that was really ingrained in me from a young age and so to be in the industry, but as a curve model specifically, you know, I think it's so interesting because if you had told me like in high school or whatever, that I would be a plus size model, I would have told you you were crazy. I'd be like, no, like I'm going to be a size four or six or whatever. Mind you, my body is not that size and, you know, (laughs) actively working against myself. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a very, um, gradual journey to get to that place and to that realization. But I think, you know, being able to see how far I kind of like a direct reflection of how far I've come in my own journey. And so um, I hope that by, you know, me kind of presenting myself in my truest form and for people being able to see someone that looks more closer to them or, you know, has a similar body shape to them, you know, I think is, is a really cool, really cool thing. And it feels really good. So you, one thing you mentioned was like, you didn't think this would be you right now at your age at this time in your life, you know, with all that you went through at a younger age. So how did you get started in this beauty, fashion, wellness industry? Yeah. So I, growing up, I was a big athlete. I played, um, AAU volleyball, high school volleyball, eventually played in college for two years But all the while, like, even though I was super sporty and athletic, I was the resident, like, fashion guru, even from, like, even as, like, a kid. I had all the magazines, would read them cover to cover. Like, that was always a running joke with my family. And I always knew that I would be in the industry in some way, some form or fashion. I wasn't exactly sure what it would be. So it wasn't a stretch um, when I started doing it. So um, I transferred to the University of Cincinnati and there I started studying fashion design, which was what I was truly passionate about. And we learned all about, you know, the basics of sewing, drawing, patterning, draping, all of those things. And then it was probably my, I want to say second year 
because it's a five-year program. Um, I had had a lot of people like just throughout the years that had told me I should model. Wasn't really sure what that meant. Like I'm originally from Louisville, Kentucky, and there aren't a lot of, you know, models that come from there and definitely not ones that I knew. So I started doing a lot of like research to kind of figure out what that meant. And at this point I was kind of coming around to the fact, like, obviously I wasn't going to be able to be, you know, a straight size model, which is normally like a size zero two. Um, so I knew I would definitely be like considered curved because anything, you know, outside of a zero two, you're put on the curve board, which is pretty crazy. One of the reasons why it was a five-year program is because they build in all of these semesters for you to what they call co-op and which is basically just internships. Um, so my first two rounds, I did actual design-based one. There was one that was specifically, um, it was like a faux fur company that was like over in Kentucky, which was super random, but they're really well known. Um, and they were actually my first foray into size inclusive design because they had a super inclusive size range. And then after that, I did one in New York with um, Dolce Vita women's wear when they were doing women's wear at the time, um, the shoe Dolce Vita brand. And then um, from then on, I had three more rounds and I just modeled all throughout. And it was kind of during that time that I was starting to realize how lackluster the plus size segment of the fashion industry is and how few options there are. And I was really struck by, especially when it came to swimwear, it was all like tankinis and skirts and skorts. And I'm like at 23, 24, and as someone who wasn't plus size their whole life, I'm like, I cannot believe that these are the options that yeah. are <laughs> being designed for people. It was just right. like really eye-opening for me. So then when it came time to do my senior capstone collection, that's when I ultimately decided to explore swimwear. And that's how Nomads was born. You are not new to this. <laughs> you are true to this. And I just love that you have your own personal like story and experience attached to this. And that makes it so much like that makes it more powerful. Um, For sure. So to my fabulous listeners, um, I talk about this all the time on the podcast, but you know, over 90% of women are insecure about their bodies and appearance. It leaves us, over, you know, vulnerable to developing things like eating disorders and body dysmorphia and other body image struggles. And so when we think about mainstream culture, it perpetuates these super impossible beauty standards and body ideals that are very harmful and can last a long time or like a lifetime. Um, and so this is something that has really impacted you know, women negatively. Um, when we look at the media, magazines, you know, online, you know, celebrity images, etc. Um, let's just be real, very un unrealistic. So Taylor, just personally, I mean, I, I know you probably have a lot to say about this. Um, but what do you think about the beauty industry um, today and how it affects body image for for so many people? You know, I think just in comparison to when I think about how it was for us growing up, like being in high school and things like that, I think it has changed significantly, but obviously there still is always room for improvement. You know, I think that we are seeing customers be very vocal about what they expect from brands in terms of marketing um, and how products are sold to us. You know, I think like it's no longer acceptable to only use, you know, super rail thin skinny models, like people want to see themselves represented. And so I think 
a lot more companies are starting to pay attention to that. Now, of course, with that, there may still be some photo editing happening, some airbrushing, some retouching. Um, that's still something like even from like, we have to do test shoots for modeling um, that we use for our books that are shown to clients. And, you know, even me, like I had an experience even just a few months ago where I got these images back from a photographer that I paid for a test shoot and they had like edited my stomach and oh, <laughs> thinned out lying. my face. No, oh my I wish God. I was. Which that part, part of that goes into as well. Photographers don't always edit their own images. Like that can be a really laborious and time consuming process. So they'll um, kind of send it out to different companies or people to do that. And with editing and photo editing specifically, it's, is very much like a personal, like people will bring their personal bias, biases yeah. and preferences into that to make you look how they think you should look. So it was just like, oh my I didn't have any problems with how my stomach looked and how my face looked chubby and, you know, whatever. And so it was just like, that's still something that I even deal with in the industry. So there's always, like I said, there's always room for improvement, but I think from like a brand perspective, you'll see a lot more like Gen Z late millennial, um, founders that are coming in that are disrupting that space. And, you know, especially on the marketing front, like showing different body types, showing different sizes, showing different skin conditions. You know, I see more models nowadays that are not the standard size height. Um, they have, I think it's pronounced vitiligo, but just different things, you know, Mm -hmm. there's a lot more room and space being made for people who do not fit that standard, um, standard of beauty that we're all accustomed to. So, um, that's definitely something that I am constantly working on with nomads is just making sure that we're making people feel represented, making them feel beautiful. Um, and it's something that I have as like a personal vendetta as well. So, and I think there are more founders that are coming up that are like me as well too. This like there's we have a long way to go. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say here. We have a long way to go. Um, but you know, progress is better than nothing. Um, and it's people like you that are are doing the work and you know, um people appreciate that. So when we hear um body image, people are like, okay, what's a negative body image? What's a you know, a healthy body image? And you know, I know that definition as, you know, it's a healthy body image, it means that you are you know, feeling comfortable in your body, you feel good about the way you look. This is um, even includes like what you think and how you feel about your appearance and how you judge your own self-worth. But to you, Taylor, I want you to share like, what does a healthy body image mean like for you? So for me, I think I fall somewhere in the middle where I try to practice almost body neutrality in not applying good or bad to my body because I, then I think inherently, like we're still in some ways upholding these internal standards and whatever, because it's all subjective, right? So what one person thinks is good, another person's going to think is bad and so on and so forth. But with neutrality, it's kind of like my body is my body, whether it's bigger, whether it's smaller, whether it's whatever. And I think the less emphasis we put on the good and bad, the better we'll be. Like, I think there's so many other things to us as humans. You know, we have our intellect, we have our humor, we have our wit, we have all of these other things that are so much more 
frankly, interesting than, you know, what our bodies, because it just, it, it's there to provide a function at the end of the day, right? We need it to live. We need to eat. We need to do all of these things to survive. And it's like, it just sucks that, you know, we put ourselves through the ringer for these, you know, outward standards of beauty when, you know, whether they be good or bad, I think, you know, our bodies are so much more than that. Um, so that's kind of how I've, I think, trained myself to look at it, especially within the last few years, because even in being plus size, there's, you know, a standard of beauty attached to that. Like, and I think, you know, just in the way that I'm naturally shaped, like a lot of modeling agencies and agents would only, um, cast and book models that have like a, what they call like a Coca-Cola shape where you have like the really small waist and then the larger hip ratio and all that stuff. And it's just, it's so nuanced and it's so layered. And I think you raise a good point. Like it means different things to different people, but just for me personally, I find that coming at it from more of a neutral angle has helped me a ton. No, I love that. And I speak a lot about body neutrality. I think that's important because, you know, our body, it's constantly going through changes. I mean, what we look like at, you know, eight, 10 years old is totally different from what we look at like now. And I feel like sometimes we try to hold on to like our old bodies, but knowing that your body is meant to change is, I mean, that's a completely normal thing. It's part of life. Um, And also just having a more healthy or, you know, more positive body image doesn't necessarily mean total happiness with all aspects of your body. Um, And like I said, life, it, it comes with transitions Um, and we just, you know, have to find a way to adjust. I actually came across a post yesterday from the Wellful on Instagram. She's incredible. Um, she posted, a a tweet saying like, you are not going to look the same as you did when you were eight or 16 or 20 years old because you're no longer eight or 16 or 20. (laughs) Right. Um, like bodies change because they're meant to. Um, so do you have any, like, do you ever have bad body image days? If so, what gets you through? You know, I think like all of us, I definitely have days where I feel better than others. And on those days where it's kind of like a down day for me, it's just, I try not to focus too much on it or give it too much life. Cause then I find that it just kind of, I kind of spiral <laughs> out from there. And so I think it's just, again, going back to remembering, you know, it's more than, outward appearance. It's more than all these things. And while I may feel, you know, a certain way today, like, especially I think for me as someone who was an athlete for so many years, and I still get so much, um, I think joy is the wrong word. (laughs) Um, I get so much, I don't even know what the word I want to use is, I guess, I guess you could say pleasure just out of movement and out of working out and finding things that make me feel good. So for me now that changes, you know, every few months, but for me right now it's Pilates and I go at like 5:45 in the morning, just cause I'm used to like getting up that early from having playing sports so long, but remembering that, like, regardless of how I'm feeling about my body and how it looks, like I was able to do X and Y, Z move at Pilates today. I was able to get in movement and move my body freely without pain. And things like that are things I think a lot of us take for granted. And because not everybody has that luxury, you know, for whatever reason. Um, But that's something that always kind of 
kind of grounds me and brings me back and, you know, makes me remember what's actually important. And, you know, it really kind of moves me away from that negative mindset or negative frame of mind that I may have that day around, you know, what I look like and what my body looks like. This is such a cliche question, but like, I genuinely want to know with the experiences you've faced up until now, what would you tell the younger Taylor? I think it would be to remember that because I was a big, um, I fell victim to comparison often a lot because I was probably the biggest, one of the biggest people at my high school, just in terms of build height, all of the things. And so it was really hard for me not to constantly compare myself to my, um, you know, peers and friends in school. And, you know, I think what was interesting was I never really paid attention to all of the different things that they would say about themselves. And I think no matter what, no matter who you're not saying you should have body goals, but I think people do anyway, but just everybody struggles. Everybody has negative thoughts about their body. Nobody is like ever, I don't think a hundred percent happy with themselves. And I think when we remember that, if I had known that as a high schooler, I think it would have made it a little bit less hard for me to accept my body as it is. And then also too, I think there's so many things that were taught as kids growing up, like whether it be what foods are good or bad or, um, you know, BMI, like just, there's so many things. And the sooner we realize that a lot of those things are, especially like the BMI, but I could talk about this forever. Um, me too, girl, but <laughs> just about how like that was based on like one specific type of person or people, and it doesn't encapsulate every person on the planet that would have rocked my world. That would have, (laughs) that would have opened up so many different frames of thought for me and made me so aware to how the world works. Cause I think when you're young, you're so accustomed to certain, um, like doctors and parents or whatever, they're the, like a source of authority. And we're taught to, you know, adhere to what they say and what they know is best. And it's like, that's not necessarily true. Like parents have their own biases and their own issues around their bodies that they may be, you know, passing on to their kids, doctors, they, you know, teach what they're taught, you know, they tell you what they learned in school, but it's like, whether or not that that is like the exact right thing is debatable. And, you know, it, all of that stuff really impacted me as a kid. So I think had I known some of the things that I knew, um, I would have thought differently. And I think, I actually go back to my high school. I haven't done it. I didn't do it last year, but I have done it in the past, but I would talk to high school girls about body image and the fashion industry and just how all those things are kind of interconnected. But I specifically showed them a documentary called the straight curve film, which I'm not sure if you're familiar, but it was done by several models, photographers, and different people in the industry. But they talked about all of those things. They talked about retouching. They talk about um, BMI, they talk about all, all of that stuff. And it was such an eye-opening documentary for me. So I also think the sooner people watch that, the more like at peace you'll feel with your body. Cause it really just opened up, you know, my eyes to so many different topics and how it's all interconnected. All of that greatly impacts how we feel about our body. So if you have not watched the straight curve film, highly, highly recommend it. It is an incredible 
incredible educational documentary. I love that. And thanks for sharing. Yeah. Uh, I'll definitely have to to watch that. All the things that you just said, I mean, that's very, very important, very great points. Um, and I hope that it will resonate um, with someone out there because so many of us go through similar experiences, especially growing up. You know, you're doing amazing work. Um, and with your your company, Nomads, like if I were to buy, and I haven't got my swimsuit yet, which I will, and I would love for all of you guys to check this out. It's Nomads. Um, and so if I purchase my very first set, <laughs> how would you want me to feel, or anybody, how would you want you know, someone to feel wearing this gorgeous um, piece of clothing? Yeah. So I think first and foremost, I would want you to feel beautiful, empowered, but also comfortable. I think swimwear is one of those things that it's very exposing. Like, you know, you're showing like majority of your body and a lot of people aren't comfortable with that. So I want to make sure that our designs are making you feel beautiful, making you feel empowered, empowered, but also comfortable. Like you can still move, you can still do all the things you'd want to do, be active, whatever it is. Um, but not feel like you're overly exposed or, you know, there's just, there's so many things that go into it. And it's such a sensitive piece of clothing or pieces of clothing. And, you know, so all of that stuff yeah. I'm very cognizant of when designing, um, but yeah, I think those are like the main three things that I hope people feel whenever they put on a nomad suit. I love that. So we've come to the end of the episode. I want to know what message do you have for young girls, um, for women about their physical appearance? Yeah, again, I think not as as hard as it is, not putting as much stock into that and not letting that you know, be the end all be all of how you feel about yourself. You're so much more than, you know, what your body is shaped, like what it looks like, what, how much, whatever, whatever it is, you are so much more than that. You bring so much more to the table than, you know, what it is that your body looks like and what, you know, whatever it is that you're thinking other people see when they look, you know, again, there's, we're so layered and we, we just, we have so much more to offer than that. So don't put all of your self-worth and, self-confidence into your body. That's what I would say. You are more than just a body. <laughs> exactly. That you, we are more than just a body. We're so much more than that. <laughs> um, I'll be putting Taylor's information in the show notes. So you'll get a chance to see what she's all about, what work she's doing, um, get a chance to take a look at the amazing swimwear that they produce and create. Um, but I have one last question for you, Taylor, this is a question I ask all of our special guests on the Flourish Heights podcast, and that is, how do you flourish? Oh, my goodness. Um, I would say I flourish by make, pe making people feel beautiful and making them feel like their truest selves through my brand. That is something that brings me an immense amount of joy and something that I spend majority of my hours trying to achieve. So I think that's definitely when I would say I flourish. And you are definitely flourishing because you're definitely doing that and you are definitely killing the game. <laughs> thank so, you. So, uh, Taylor, thank you so much, so, so much for joining me on the show. This has been in talks for a little while now, and I'm so grateful that you joined us. 
such great gems you shared. Your story is so inspiring. And I'm so excited for our listeners to get a chance to look into your swimwear. Yes, same here. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Taylor. What a wonderful chat I had with Taylor. If you're struggling to find a comfy, cute swimsuit, Nomads definitely has a variety of them made perfectly for you. So definitely check it out and pick the one that you love. Ladies, once again, it's International Women's Day. Show us some love by leaving a cool rating and review. I would appreciate it so much. Thank you in advance. It was fun hanging out with you guys today. Do share this episode with a lady in your life that needs this the most. Thanks again for listening. I will talk to you soon. And until next time, keep flourishing. Thank you.